My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. We're turning the tables this week on the Life Amplified podcast. If you're a longtime listener, you're used to me interviewing inspiring guests about their journey to find their purpose and make it real in the world. But I had the tremendous privilege last week of being interviewed by my dear friend Elvis Duran, who, if you're not familiar with him, hosts the biggest nationally syndicated radio morning show in America. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show uh, reaches an audience every day of 12 million people across 80 markets, and they had me on their after show podcast in honor of National Hunt for Happiness Week. And we talked about the strategies that can help you create more joy right now, despite what's going on in the world. So I got so much amazing feedback on social media and on email about this segment that I just wanted to share it with you as a bonus. Some of the things that you're going to hear me discuss in this conversation are the personal epiphany that I had about happiness while standing in Taylor Swift's living room in Manhattan. I'm also going to talk about why happiness Happiness isn't the finish line to cross. It's the starting point from which all manifestation and joy is created. I'm going to give you three practical tips you can implement into your life right now that will help you increase your level of happiness. And at the end, I throw in a bonus tip that will help you increase your productivity this year by 400% without adding additional stress and overwhelm. Uh, I had an amazing time on this interview. I know it served a lot of people. I got so many messages. So I hope that there's one nugget in here that you can take away and implement into your life as well. Also, stick around until the end. After the end of this interview, I'm going to share one of the teachable moments that I've had this year uh, about sharing my message that I think will really benefit you. If you're a person who's ever just daydreamed about becoming a TED Talk speaker or becoming an author or perhaps even hosting a podcast or being a coach yourself, this tip will really help you get clear on your message, and I'll share that at the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It's Life Amplified. This is my interview with the Elvis Duran Morning Show. Enjoy. Two, three, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight. Hello, nine, seven, eleven. Elvis Duran presents 12, 13, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, the 15-minute morning show. It's the 15-minute morning show podcast. Uh, there's Froggy and his fake uh, uh, brick background. It's not fake. And there's... Scary in Master Control in Manhattan, and there's Scotty, same place, and there's uh, Nate. They're all three together, doing each other. Uh, <laughs> Danielle's in her basement in New Jersey. There's Gandhi at her boyfriend's house in Detroit. Oh, look, Dave Brody's in his basement in New Jersey. In Dan. his kitchen in New Jersey, there's uh, Garrett. And, of course, in beautiful La Jolla, California, our friend Dan Mason. Hi, Dan. Woo, Hi, Dan. Dan. Hello. Hey, it's good to be back, guys. I miss it, you. It's good to see you. Dan is like that... that that brother on happy days that would visit every once in a while? Yeah. You know? <laughs> walk on a roll. Anyway, well, welcome, welcome to Chuck. the 15-Minute Morning Show podcast, where usually we just waste time, insult each other, and tell dirty jokes, and, and roll around in the glory of being able to use the word fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm down for that, too. Let's fucking go. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> 
So giving you a little background from our point of view, anyway, Dan, we've known Dan for many years. We've worked with him off and on here and there and everywhere. And then Dan uh, one day had this, had this epiphany where he was in the wrong lane doing the wrong thing in his life. And he found the right lane, and now he's helping all of us find our right lane in life, too, which is going to be a great reason you're watching this podcast today. Something great's going to happen for you today. Dan, kind of give everyone a background uh, from there. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talked about having that epiphany. And, you know, context for everybody, I originally linked up with you guys because my old career was in radio. I didn't have the fun job like you guys had, where you get to talk to the listeners and be creative. I was just one of the empty corporate suits in the background, writing reports, sitting in the conference room, you know, doing PowerPoint presentations, writing, you know, just all the BS, the mundane stuff that I didn't really love. But I'll tell you what I did love, a steady six-figure paycheck. I loved the approval of my family and friends. I loved giving the appearance of having made it on social media. But it all came to a head for me one day, oddly enough, in Taylor Swift's $25 million Tribeca apartment. (laughs) There was a bunch of us executives there for a listening party. And I was in line for a photo op, you know, posed with Taylor and all of her Grammys. And I had this moment where I said, man, wouldn't it be great if my life felt as great in real life as I try to curate it to make it look on Instagram. And that was really the epiphany. And I'd love to say that I just threw it all away and went to go find my purpose. But no, I chased more jobs for bigger titles and bigger money, thinking that that would be the thing until it wasn't sustainable. And eventually I came to the point where I had to figure out who am I? Not what do I do for a living, But who am I and what am I here to contribute and what's my purpose? And that's been my journey since. Uh, That's what the Life Amplified podcast is about on the iHeartRadio app is about how do you find your purpose and how do you bring it to life and make it real? So who are you? Who am I? Uh, (laughs) That's a big question. My purpose statement? My purpose statement is that the purpose of my life is to love myself and my higher power and to feel the expansion that results from inspiring others to do the same. That's my purpose statement. How do I live that every day? Well, I do it through my coaching practice. I do it through interviews like this. I do it through the podcast. And I do it, at this point, I've been able to work with clients in 17 countries around the world. And that's the vehicle through which I'm living my purpose today. And we were fortunate enough to uh, have Dan join us as we did a uh, a flyaway to Santa Fe, New Mexico. The entire show went, but we wanted to make it a find our way kind of weekend, and we did. And Dan spoke with us, and you were great that day. That was a wonderful moment for all of us, and we came back uh, energized and ready to go. All right, let's talk about what's going on with us and how you can help us today. Uh, as we all know, we are living in weird times. I hate even saying that because I'm so sick of hearing it. Yeah. But this past year, a lot of people, uh, joy, happiness, uh, uh, satisfaction in life, I mean, those things are starting to sink in people's lives. So what are you doing? Because you're the guru, man. you got to help us out. What are you doing to lift us back up and help us help ourselves lift ourselves up? Well, I appreciate that, first of all. And I would say even if I don't consider myself a guru per se, I'm just a guy who's done a lot of work and I might be further ahead than others. But it's not that I haven't gone through hardships and difficulties and had those moments where I've self-evaluated over the last year. But I will tell you, you know, there's this idea that happiness and you probably have seen this reflected on social media. Everybody was like, I can't wait for this year to be over. 2021 will be better. 
and we've changed the calendar, but the circumstances of the world haven't changed. And if you're a person who is reacting to what's happening in the world, if you're waiting for the pandemic to end, if you're waiting for the political protests to end, before you decide that you're going to take control of your life and feel happy, it's not a good place to be. Most people are, you know, think that happiness is a finish line that they have to cross, right? If I get more money, if I get another job, if we just get back to normal and I'm not juggling work and remote learning for my kids, then I'll be happy. But happy life is what's happening in the present moment. It's what you're creating right now. And what I tell people is one of the best ways to cultivate more happiness in your life is to stop chasing it because it's not gonna happen when you get the next big thing. If you take the conversation and you turn it around away from finding more happiness and really make it a conversation on how do I cultivate more meaning, that becomes the game changer. And there's three ways we can talk about that people can really just direct their attention to in their lives starting today that's going to help them take, uh, take a lot of the stress, a lot of the overwhelm out of their lives. And That's, those three things are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was going to be my question. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. The first thing, number one, is relationships. You know, and unfortunately, we're living in a time of social distancing. But for many people, it's turned into social isolation. And the quality of your life is directly proportional to the quality of your relationships. There's a lot of people, you know, when you look at the divorce rate increases over the course of 2020, who have been so focused on, well, I got to build my career, I got to make more money to take care of the family. They've lost connection to some of the most important relationships in their life. And I think a lot of people, you know, we've saw this with celebrity divorces. We've seen this just with our friends in real life. Now they're under the same roof and they're like, wow, we we don't even connect anymore. So if you really focus on cultivating relationships, and when I say that, I mean positive relationships with people who are walking the same path as you, people who represent the person you want to become, exactly. not the person you were five years ago, uh, that's a game changer because then you got a community of people who are going to encourage you, who are going to support you. We all go through the dark days living through these times. I've done it too, but having that community is everything. That's the first tip. All right. The second tip I would tell you, giving. And there's so many of us that tie our happiness. It becomes a self-focused thing. What am I getting out of life? Am I making enough money? Am I getting the praise, the recognition? Are people giving me the answers that I want? Um, but when you really focus on giving, it becomes a game changer. And our bodies are biologically designed to do the right thing. That When we commit an act of kindness, what gets released in the body oxytocin, dopamine, all the feel-good chemicals. When somebody receives an act of kindness, they get that same level of hit of oxytocin and dopamine, but people who witness the act of kindness get that same chemical release, which is why that we share inspirational videos on Facebook or share things on YouTube, because when we just the act of witnessing an act of kindness, uh, our body rewards us, right? We, we get all the same things that we think we would get if we make a million dollars. And then the third thing that I would tell you about, it really is about purpose and having a meaningful pursuit. Many people have rationalized staying in a job that they don't love anymore because, well, the paycheck's good. I love my coworkers. It's safe. I can ride it out. And what we've realized over the last year, a lot of those jobs aren't safe. People have been laid off. They've been furloughed. They've been asked to take a pay cut. 
They don't even get to see their coworkers much anymore, except on a Zoom call. So all those things you were hanging on to are taken away, and now you're left with the work. And you have to ask yourself, does it light me up? Do I feel connected to what I'm doing every day? Does this represent my highest and best contribution to the world? And if the answer is no, it's definitely time to step back and reevaluate and renegotiate your commitments and your priorities. So three things, uh, the people you're surrounding yourself with, the, those relationships, make sure you're hanging out with the people that bring you up, the people that are at a point that you would like to be in, in some cases, sure. maybe. Uh, secondly, giving, not only giving, but watching, but receiving, well, watching people receive from people who are giving, it's a high, and your purpose. Purpose is the thing a lot of us are kind of kind of digging for. Like, well, what do you do? Well, I'm on the radio. Well, what's your purpose? Uh, I don't know. It's something you have to examine. I don't know. Let's go around the room. Frog, you have a question for Dan? Actually, you know, it sounds like or a thought. I love the fact because I've known Dan for a while. I worked with Dan and, and on a daily basis. And that the fact that you were able to, what's the means of taking the first step to get out of the funk that you're in? It sounds, you know, it sounds easy and you've already done this. So what's the first step somebody can take to get themselves on the road to finding what their happiness is? Ask for help, which is the bit that was the hardest part for me. As I was talking about that moment of being in Taylor Swift's apartment and I had this epiphany, I also felt so guilty and ashamed for even feeling that way. Because there's a part of me that was like, well, I know other people would love to have this life, but it wasn't aligned with me. So I didn't want to talk out loud about it. Once I started investing in a mentor or coach or even just talking to other friends and being vulnerable enough to admit, hey, this is where I am, uh, that was a huge step forward. I, I Nobody is a self-made person. I would not be here doing this work today if I didn't have a lot of great guidance, mentorship, and encouragement uh, from people that I've crossed paths with and, and worked with on my own journey. What about you, uh, Gandhi? Thoughts or a question? Well, right around this time, I think every year, it's New Year, everybody has these resolutions. And we make these giant resolutions that I think a lot of times we tend to fail at. And then because we failed at the big thing, we don't do the little things on the way that make it easier. So for you, what are some, you know, maybe resolutions or as we were talking about earlier, like micro goals that people can do to sort of set themselves on the right path right now? Yeah, that's such an important point, Gandhi, is a lot of times, and this is why 90% of self-help doesn't really work for people, because most self-help is trying to get you to change a behavior. Oh, well, just stop procrastinating, Gandhi. And that, well, yeah, if you knew how to do that, you would have already done it. So we don't necessarily get our goals. We get who we perceive ourselves to be at the level of identity. Like if you're a person who's like, I want to lose weight, but you also have an identity that says, well, I hate exercise or I love sweets. It's really hard to make sustainable change. You might do it for the first 30 days and then you'll back off and you'll fall apart with the goals. So really what the, the biggest thing, self-integrity doing the things that you say that you're going to do. And if that's a micro goal, if that's getting up and just taking a 10 minute walk in the morning or getting on your elliptical that's been sitting there collecting dust for two minutes every day, it's building that trust within yourself that you're going to follow through and and do the things that you say you're going to do. And over time, you build up that muscle, right? Then it's easier. That's how you build the habit. But they've done studies on this, that if you're just in self-integrity, and you do the things you say you're going to do, it will increase your productivity by, by 400% uh, 
without any additional stress or overwhelm in your life. Most of us are integrity with what we say we'll do for other people. You know, we've all said, yeah, Carol, I'd love to help you move this weekend. Like while you're <laughs> yep. gritting your teeth and you're like, oh, I hope you move, yes. Carol. <laughs> we'll do it for Carol. We have to do it for ourselves. What about what about you, Danielle? So I know some people, you know, can't just like quit their jobs and find their purpose if they're really struggling to pay bills and stuff like that. And they'll say, oh, I don't have any time to even like give like five minutes to that. What do you tell people to do that will will say something like that to you that they just don't have the time because they're busy trying to put food on the table? Yeah, but, and I get that, and I understand the economic reality of what we're up against. But the question is, is do you have time to spend another year feeling like shit? Like, that's mm-hmm. the other thing that you, it, what is the cost to you emotionally, to your own mental well-being, if you don't make a change? Wow. And here's the thing, like, if you're find, if you're going to go out on this journey to find your purpose, you don't have to go quit your job tomorrow. You know, I worked with a coach for a good six months trying to figure out who I was and what I even wanted to do before I left the radio industry behind. So you can do the work now, you know, if you have the right mentorship, you can take your dream and you can start it as a side hustle while you're still collecting that safe paycheck. You know, there's so many different ways to get there. But the obsession over over, you know, will it work out for me? It's more the fear that, you know, I'm not good enough. And if I'm not good enough, people won't love me or they'll judge me. That's really what's underneath all the stories. And well, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I interviewed a woman on my podcast uh, that I'm releasing the episode tomorrow. Grew up in an orphanage in Mexico. She was homeless after college, won a local salsa making competition. And somebody gave her $800 and she created a company, Maggie's Fresh Salsa and Dips, that was distributed in every major uh, grocery store, and she sold the company for $211 million to Campbell. Wow. There was somebody who didn't have money. She didn't have the money, but she had the, she had the resilience and the resourcefulness and the relentlessness to, to build a new life for herself. Something I'm really loving that we're taking away from this today, in my, in my opinion anyway, is what is this costing me? If I'm not going to start that really cool project that could really, really pay off, what is this costing me? If I really don't want to eat better or exercise, what is it costing me? I think it gives you another, another perspective into, I don't know, how you can maybe jumpstart the rest of your life. Look, Dan uh, is hosting a complimentary online masterclass. Oh, people oh, love, cool. they line up for these things. It's happening Monday, January 18th, which is this coming Monday, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And it's just for our listener. Really? Yeah. I'm not oh, doing Facebook ads or anything. It's oh, stop. Whoever listens to this podcast, show up. I got you. Okay, the oh, podcast awesome. is called Reboot Your Life, Five Steps to Ten Times Your Success, Abundance, and Joy, no matter what's happening in the world. That's a, that's a heavy, heavy, heavy promise. <laughs> but you're, I, but- I, I will tell you, I did this training once before, and the people who were on the training, a woman emailed me and said, I took out my notebook that I usually take to therapy. She goes, I took more notes in your two-hour class than I took in six months of therapy. Wow. So thank you. So the, the value will be there. I'm going to show up. I'll give you everything I have, and uh, I'm just looking forward to, to helping you get back on track and, and really not just surviving everything that's happening this year, but building your path to thrive. Right. Surviving is not good enough. 
Yeah, we no. should be we should be taking this time uh, to actually catapult us into something totally totally better for our lives. Again, it's a reboot your life five steps to ten times ten times your success, abundance, and joy, no matter what's happening in the world. Uh, totally complimentary because you listen to our show. It's happening Monday, January eighteenth. All the information waiting for you at Dan's website, creativesoulcoaching.net. And uh, by the way, you're not going to remember that. Uh, we're going to put it up for you on our socials, and we're going to post it today so you can check it out. Dan, we love oh, you. Thank you. Thanks for spending time with us. We appreciate it. I love you guys. I will I'll talk to you soon. Uh, Happy New Year. You too, Dan. Thank you very Thanks, much. Dan. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks again to my dear friend Elvis Duran and everybody on the show. It's always a pleasure to talk to them, and I love being able to have those personal development conversations, but not in a heavy, boring way. We can always bring a little bit of humor and some smiles to it, so really enjoyed speaking with them. One other point, and this is an aha moment that I've had in the month of January that I think will serve you. If you're a person who's ever thought about becoming a public speaker, hosting a podcast, maybe becoming a writer, and author, if there's a message that you want to share, I hired some media coaches this year to help me be able to impact more people. So shout out to Chris Winfield and Jen Gottlieb. But one of the things that they've really preached to me is the idea of identifying what is the lean in moment that you have in your life. You know, we've all got stories that we share with people. Maybe it's over lunch. It's an experience we've been through, uh, something that we've learned. And when we share it, you notice that your friend's literally physically lean in at the table, they're like, oh my God, tell me more about that. What was that like? And those lean in moments can be so powerful in helping you craft your message. And what I've realized over the month of January is that as much as I talk about soul-sucking jobs and the minutia of sitting in bullshit corporate meetings and you know writing the reports and being in empty suit, the lean in moment that I share with people is being in Taylor Swift's living room and having that epiphany that here I was going to events that anybody else in the world would want to be at and yet still feeling empty and unfulfilled by the experience. But it's also a part of my story that I've held back on a little bit. I'll talk about soul-sucking jobs all day long, but there was a part of me that felt so guilty for sharing that Taylor Swift story because I'm like, man, do I just sound like an ungrateful jerk? Like, I had all these cool experiences. I didn't appreciate it. And then I got curious about where did that thought even come from? Why am I so ashamed about sharing this one part of my story? And it goes back to even before I had this podcast, I had started my coaching business, and I was hosting a call-in radio advice show. And I told this Taylor Swift story on the air, and my dad was streaming online. And his advice for me, <laughs> and my dad worked in radio, so you know he, he was often a great source of advice, but this was terrible advice he gave me. Afterwards, he's like, Daniel, you've got a real gift for this. You're a good communicator, but I got to tell you, you sound like a goddamn dope every time you talk about being in Taylor Swift's living room and feeling empty. Do you know how many other people would want to do that and you didn't appreciate it? And... <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's too much. I don't want people to judge me. Okay, I'll back off that. And I've shared those stories here and there, but I haven't really made it a lean-in moment. And yet every interview I do, and since I've been working with these media coaches, it's the one thing people get curious about. 
and they want to know more. And it opens up that discussion on why the quest for happiness and fulfillment isn't external. It's not about the parties you're going to, the people that you're meeting, the money that you're making. It's an internal thing. And it's, you know, it's a lesson that helps drive that home for people, but also one that I didn't embrace because I was so worried in the back of my mind of my father's opinion. So the lesson in this for you, if you're somebody who wants to do good in the world, if you got a TED Talk in you, if you have a best-selling book in you, if you have your own podcast you want to launch, what are those lean-in moments from your life that people are curious about? And is there any part of you where guilt or shame or fear is holding you back from sharing fully and authentically who you are? Because what we need right now more than ever are people who are in full self-expression. If you want to be a helper in the world, share all of you. Share the messy parts. Share the parts that you might even be embarrassed by. And I promise it's going to help you attract an audience who needs to hear your message. So just wanted to leave that for you, a message from my heart to yours. I appreciate you being here this week. If the podcast serves you at all, could you please screenshot this, upload it to Instagram and Twitter, share it with your friends, tag me at CSC Dan Mason. And if there was any aha moments that you had, be sure to DM me and uh, let me know about it. I'd love to support you any way I can. Also, if you're looking for some additional support this year, some coaching to help you get clear on your purpose so you can get out of that mundane nine-to-five life and create a life with more happiness, income, and impact, I've got you. CreativeSoulCoaching.net. Just go to my website, fill out an application, and we will set up a complimentary discovery call. I love you for listening. Remember, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. I'll talk to you next week.